Welcome to another episode of We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick, and I have a special guest today, Troy Heacock. How you doing, Troy? I'm doing great. How about you, Pat? I'm doing groovy. It is awesome to have you here on the show, We Live on a Planet. And uh, we, I've, I'm starting something new where I'm, I'm having my guests... We've done all kinds of interviews on my show, but one of the ones that I wanted to start doing is like, what is it that you do? You know, because jobs, I think a lot of times people feel like that defines us, but there's more than just your job that you do. There's, there's, there's Troy behind that job. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, I, I completely get that. So what it is it, what is it right now that you're kicking around and playing at right now? What are you doing? Uh, well, to be honest, I work multiple jobs. Ooh, got yeah, to nowadays. Nowadays it, you have to. It, really? Yeah. It's just, you can't afford to do anything else. Right. Uh, I do the fun job of delivering food. Right. Um, which, you know, at least kept me a job during the, uh, COVID. The, you know what? Yeah, yeah exactly. it's made you an essential employee where you're like, oh, I'm essential now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, before it's just kind of like, I just do this for money. But now it's like, oh, I have to do this because if not, then who else is going to do it? Um, it's made, it, I, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to stop on you. Go ahead. No, uh, well, I, I was going to say my other job is, Completely, the other thing is uh, I work construction, which... Mm, I've been there. A, yeah, it, it, I mean, both jobs are just for money. It's not, you don't do it for fun. Right, right, right. What is, I? you know, and that's, I've done, I've wore so many hats in my life, Troy. It's not even funny. And so I can really relate in chameleon with people who've worked different jobs. And it sounds like you too, that you've, you know, you've dabbled and done a lot of things and stuff. And I know that delivery is one of those things that you've done. And, and it is one of those things where I was going to say is, is really become essential where people really put it on the forefront because a lot of people don't cook. They really don't. And now really with the COVID here where they're like, they have to stay at home and they're like, well, I'm used to going out into the restaurants and it's like, well, you can't go to the restaurants. At least you can still get something delivered. So that's good. And construction, been there, done that, and wore that hat way too many times. So you're doing that, but what is it that if Troy had all of a sudden that magic switch, what what do you think your dream job would be? Uh, to be honest, which now seems crazy in this day and time, is I uh, I wanted to work in a law firm. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I wanted to be the kind of guy who was like, Oh, criminals, let's let's put them away. And now we've got rights in the streets and it's like who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? And at this point it's like, well, if I even could afford the money to, you know, put in years of effort to do that, would I feel good about putting the people away that are either fighting against the protesters or who are in fact the protesters like right who's the good guy who's the bad guy in this situation and i actually would have to invest my own money which 
I obviously don't have delivering <laughs> to do that. And so at this point, it's my dream job would not really be a dream job because the world is kind of in crisis right now. It is. The world is, I've never seen it like this in my 50 years. Well, I, I, I say it's it's funny when people say that and it's like, well, I don't have her memories of those first couple years, but I've never seen anything like this in my time, you know, and, and especially like even not even with the riots and the protesting and everything, like even just the standalone of the, the virus, I've never seen anything like this because I wasn't alive in 1918 or so when that, when that pandemic was around. And so it's like, really weird turbulent times of like uncertainty you know well and that's my thing too is i'm 26 years old and i look to my parents and all the adults i grew up with that were telling me that you know just agree with what i say and everything's gonna happen and then people who are 50 60 70 years old are saying I've never seen this in my life. I'm just like, I, I don't know what to do right. at this point because everybody I talk to has never experienced this. So what am I supposed to do? Because I, I can barely, I can't afford a house. Right. I, I can barely afford an apartment. And like, and then everybody's telling me that I'm the bad guy because I've still, you know, I'm supposed to live with my family. Like, I, I don't know what to do at this point. It, even working a minimum wage, well, multiple minimum wage jobs and I can't afford to live by myself. So what am I supposed to do if the people that have been telling me my whole life that I'm doing the wrong thing are not aware of what to do? It, it's just chaos out there. It is. And the whole thing is, is there's no like book. And so those people that are my age and the ones that have been telling you too, they're kind of going off of what they know and what their experiences are. And, They've never experienced it either, and so it's kind of... But, you know, to play mental gymnastics, because my listeners know we do that and we jump around, I want to jump back about to the lawyer bit that you were talking about, and I think sure. that's something that... I know you talked about money and that it can't be done, but there... I don't want to sound like that guy that it can be done, but there, there, it can be done something like that where if that really is truly your calling and you feel like that is, but... It is something you probably could do. But in that same sense, I understand that double-edged sword where you go, well, Patrick, I want to do it, but whose side do I pick? Because it's kind of like we're watching that Joker movie right now, you know, where you're <laughs> kind of like, who's the villain and who's not, you know? It's kind of, yeah. it, it's it's very strange. Well, and that's that's exactly it. And it's, you know, the reason that movie is so popular is because the Joker as the person who is just a monster, he goes around killing people. Everybody thinks he's the hero, but it's not like that in real life, but right. we still relate to that because in reality, chaos kind of helps us because normalcy is not normal. Right. We, uh, you we have to have a balance that chaos is that balance and I, I, I definitely understand there's got to be that ebb and flow. And I think right now 
we're we're and I don't mean to interrupt your thought process, but I think we're right now where the bubble has popped instead of where we've been on the bubble. The bubble has popped, you know. You, I I completely agree, and even to that point, it's you know we all assume that this bubble. You know, you can look at economists and just you know anybody who looks at society in general has been saying for like three years that the bubble is going to pop. Well, the bubble did pop. Mm -hmm. The bubble popped two times. The bubble popped three times just in this year. Like it's not like if you have a bubble blower, you're not going to get one bubble out of it. You're going to get 20 bubbles. And we're seeing that now because, you know, most people are like, oh, the virus. Well, everything is going to be normal in a month. Well, the next month things get worse, and then they're going to be like, "Well, next month it's going to fix itself." Next month, even worse. It, it continually gets worse, and that's kind of where we are. Is that I originally, and I told my friend this that when the virus was first announced, I was like, "It's not going to do anything." Well, now we're kind of in a civil war that is kind of at the forefront while we're just ignoring this virus. So the virus is not important now, even though that in a month a bunch of people are going to die, but also with this kind of war going on, a bunch more people are going to die. I I know. I thought the same. I've been thinking the same where I'm watching the people out there protesting and I'm like, you know what? This virus doesn't have a timeline. And I think that's the thing that's bothering us also, Troy, is that humans are very finite people. We need to know. We need to know things. That's one of the reasons why when you're sitting in a doctor's office and you are hearing a person talk on their cell phone, and you can't stand it. It's not that you're, they're talking on their phone. It's that you can't hear the other side of the conversation. It bothers you. And so psychologically, you're trying to fill in what they're, what Karen is talking to Bob about, you know. And so you're only hearing that one side. And so it, it bothers us. We want to know things. And right now we want to know when there's going to be an end to this virus. And we don't. And so we're like frustrated and wanting to know. And so we go to this, well... Let's say this date, we'll go into this phase, and then we'll do this, and we'll do this, and we'll do this. And the whole thing is, this virus still doesn't have a timeline, but still, when do you, when do you, when do you not start? You know what I mean? So it's like that double-edged sword again. Here I use double. How many times am I going to use double-edged in this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and that's exactly it. Is me personally, I don't have health care, so right. I, and I go out there constantly. Yeah, you're right on the sick. forefront. Yeah, I'll, you know, I can't afford to get sick because I literally can't afford it. I get paid literally less than minimum wage. If I don't get a tip, I technically lose money on my job. Right. So it's, and then you know that's why I have to work another job, but also. You know, if I worked a, you know, a full 40-hour-a-week job, how much can their insurance really cover? And 
can I even get that job at this point in time? Yeah, There's I was just going to say. 40 would, million people out of work. Yeah, I was just going to say to you, Troy, would you even have that job? Would you even right now, if, if you weren't doing in the food service what you were doing, and if you were maybe at a law firm, you might be working from home or be one of those guys that say, you're one of the new guys, and so sorry, uh, hope you got a back plan. You know, yeah, yeah, well, that's exactly it, is that people don't realize that age is a thing, that people who are 18 and just getting out of school, they can't immediately go into a job that pays them $60,000 a year. I've been alive, you know, outside of school for almost 10 years now, and I've not had a job that has paid me more than you know, $25,000 a year. Yeah. So these people are expected to be able to cover insurance that usually, you know, will cover half of what they owe. And then on top of that, we've got, you know, the virus that's killing countless people. Yeah. And then hundreds. now we've got, yeah, we've got people that are writing. So, you know, if you, go into any city that's rioting, they'll flip your car over, start it on fire. Your insurance not, is not going to cover that. No, so what do you do? It, it, and that's exactly it, is that we, we as a society don't have anything that covers people as a whole. It, it covers certain instances that are just so specific that what are you going to do? Right. Like you just have to predict that your job and what you do is going to cover that. And even cops now are like, Oh yeah, we can do whatever we want. And you know, we're going to get covered and taxpayers money is going to cover it. And now, you know, the cop that did the, the whole incident that started this, he's in jail and you know, he got that job thinking, oh, I'm going to be fine no matter what. Right. Now even cops are going to have to consider that. And that expands to everybody in any government job, any job that is around the public. Like nobody can do anything now that is not going to affect them because it just it just can't work that way right well i think you you know you said it earlier you know 40 over 40 million people have been affected and and so it's like really and there's no end in sight right now to the protest because right before i came on the air with you i'm watching and there's no end in sight and we're into six days into this there's no end in sight into the virus so there's no and it brings me back to that thing again as humans that finite being where we it's hard for us to think of that infinite you know where we want number we want a time we want to know it's like when you're a little kid and are you almost there we're almost there almost there yes one more time i'm going to turn around the car you know and we're that kid in the back of the car that wants to get to disney and uh disney's closed you know or something and it is and it literally is yeah, yeah. <laughs> it literally is. It's opening back up, but under how? Under what? I uh, quote unquote I, new I mean, quote unquote new norm. You know, 
that's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, Disney Disney when you're the only person on the ride? Yeah, right. There'll still be people there, but will it, you know how do how do you do it? We were just there. Um, I don't know, five years ago, and I know what it was like, and I don't know how they're going to do it. And anybody, any of the listeners that know what Disney or any type of, any type of thing, how do you go back until there's something? And then I, right now, it, it's it's strange to me that I'm even talking about this because on my podcast, I don't get politics, I don't talk religion, I don't talk nothing. I'm always upbeat and everything, but I myself right now, I don't know if I'm ready to take a virus or uh, the um, vaccine. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm prepared and ready for something that is that new because if it's coming out that new, that makes me a little nervous. I don't think it should be out that soon. Well, and I I agree with that. Is I I totally believe in vaccines. I me too. You know, me too. The people that just avoid it because they think it. And the biggest thing is it causes autism, which there's been no proof. Right, ever. right, right. But, I totally believe you know, that they work, but I'm afraid of this one. <laughs> but well, and that's exactly it. Is that we don't know the long term effects of it, and so it's. You know, this virus is so new that if they rush this vaccine, it might hurt more right. than it can help. From my years on this earth of kicking stones on this earth, and I'm not a real intelligent guy, but I think I'm smart enough that I've made it for 50 years, so I'm doing something at least halfway right because I got squishy skin and stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I think that vaccines take years. You know, from what my knowledge is. And so it's it's a little preconceived to say, oh, yeah, we're going to be able to come out with something and then everything can be back to the way it is. And now you can enjoy your NASCAR races and your football games and everything can be back to hunky dory. And and I live in a little city, you know, you know, the city I live in and it's small. And right now we've got half the people aren't wearing masks and half are basically. Yeah, well, and that's the same here. Is I lived in a technically it used to be a small town. When I grew up, there was you know two gas stations and whatever, and now it's just expanding because of the location itself. But it's technically a small town, but people are like, just like you know, half the people here take it seriously, and the other half don't, and it it cancels out. It's not like you know, oh, half the people are wearing masks, so everything's okay. It's either all or none, and right. half that says none, they just trump it. it. It, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to wear one either, but I do it because I care. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I'm doing it. I care. I just, I'll, I'll, the experts right now, if, at the beginning, I think what happened is because the, the beginning, they're telling you don't wear one. They're saying don't wear one. And they gave so much misinformation and so much different things came out from so many different sides. And now the experts, from what I'm hearing, they're saying 50% chance that it's going to help. And I'm like, I'll take that 50% that it's going to help. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, even at this point, I think that the everybody who's saying that like, Oh, it's, it's not going to help are just, I, I don't even believe that. Like it, everybody's saying it, it's 
it's not even like kind uh, of a debate. It's just common sense. Yeah, it's, it's science. It's the same. Yeah, it's the debate of oh, the Earth isn't flat, and then the flat Earthers spend you know a million dollars proving that the Earth is round, and they're still disagreeing with it it's, it's so like, funny you said that because i was just talking to a friend earlier and we were talking about how important social media has been right now how important it is and how important technology has been but i said it's also been a curse because we're also living on an earth right now in 2020 where there's people that think the earth is flat it, well and that's the thing is it's at this point it's a club it's you want to believe something and somebody else believes in it, then you just join it. You don't care about if it's logical or if it's real or anything. It's just what you want to believe. That's why we have different sides. I, and I personally, and I don't want to be political or anything on the show, but I'm like right in the middle. I, I don't lean left. I don't lean right. I, lean on the side that is going to improve society as a whole. But then when there's like, you know, the flat earthers who are like, Hey, you know, we believe the earth is flat because Facebook told us it's like, yeah, scary. <laughs> yeah. It's like what you, why do you believe that when your whole life you've been told the other thing? And they're like, because I want to be different and I want to be right. And the more that they're wrong, the more they double down. Yeah. And I think that's the worst part about society is that when people get proven wrong, they double down because if they get proven wrong, then they lose everything. Yeah. And that's why we're in this situation now is that, you know, if you tell the police that they're in the wrong, they're going to double down and they're going to, which they have been doing shoot literal like people who are going out saying, Hey, I'm depressed and they shoot them saying, I don't care, which that's a right. That is a constitutional right that has been around for hundreds of years and they don't care anymore. And then if you tell like, I don't know, just the other side that, Hey, this is against the law. They just don't want to agree with it because if they get proven wrong, then they look bad and they just refuse to accept that. Yeah. It's the classic argument like you can have where anybody has where as soon as you say you've done this, the arms, the dukes come up, you know, physically yeah. or not even physical. The, the emotional guard comes up and now all of a sudden the earmuffs are on and, 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 and everything is lost because there's a proper way to argue. There's a proper way to put your thoughts out there and there's a proper way. And unfortunately, social media doesn't allow that. And texting, that's why I'm not really a fan of texting. I'll leave voice messages to people like with you, you know, I can't, I, before this, I, I, I can't convey my feelings in a text. I can't convey my inflections in my voice and things are missed and lost. And so social media has been good and, and, and it's been a curse because it's been good because it's brought a lot of, a lot of what has been going this unrest or this, or not unrest. Well, even though the unrest, but the, um, the violence 
has been shown more because it's always been there. But now with these cameras here, because I myself am old enough to remember watching with Rodney King and the camera with that catching him um, being beat. So the camera doesn't lie and it's been there. And so social media, at least, or that part has been something that's been helpful. Yeah. And that's the craziest thing is that I grew up being told that, you know, social media is bad. It's a cancer, you know, your friends tell you things that are like, like, you know, it's a classic. If your friends jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? Right. And then like, you watch on social media all these people doing bad things, and then your parents say, well, do you believe everything you see on the news? And then they immediately go to the opposite. They don't do the social media news. They do the um, just the classic you know, CNN or Fox or you know, whatever their basic channel is, and then they watch that, and they – immediately agree with that whatever they say is the 100 percent truth because that's a and parent you, troy <laughs> that's what parents uh, do sorry no i uh, <laughs> no i get it and that's the thing is that i i have to argue on behalf of everybody who has a parent and saying that like i'm justing with you too though because i'm just saying uh, no yeah, adults aren't always right. Kids aren't always right. It's, it's a give and take. It's not nobody's like a hundred percent correct every time. Right. And I think people need to accept that. Is it's not I, like agree. Oh, you're yeah, your your grandma and your grandpa aren't always right. right. You don't have to respect them on their opinions because they tell you to. Right. You respect them because you agree with them, right. and they need to tell you that. And I think that's what we're losing is that now people are just saying, you have to agree with me because I told you so. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't right. And there's you a lot of disinformation. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, no, I, and you're right. There is disinformation in every side. Yeah. And, and that's, that's one of the problems right now, the bots, I think. Me, just as an old guy looking in, I think, I'm like, there's a lot of bots that are really firing up a lot of stuff with disinformation, even like with just the flat earth, you know? And so you can get these scientific papers that look and read so realistic and make it seem real, but it's like, where was this really, this is just some kind of, or this is some smart 13 year old sitting in his, well, I don't even want to say sitting in his basement because that sounds so cliche. He's, He's sitting in his mom's basement. Yeah, <laughs> sitting someplace, but making up this really thing that sounds eloquent. And then all you have to do is Photoshop some headlines or whatever and make it look like it's from some news source. And then all of a sudden it's the gold standard. You yeah, know, well, I, and that's exactly it is the one thing that I don't agree with Trump, but he's right. Is that it, you know, there's fake news is, you know, people can Photoshop, people can lie. They can say whatever they want. There is fake news, but I don't agree how he uses the term of fake news because what he will do is when, when news is out about him, that is bad. He will say that's fake. And that's, that's the problem is that, being fake doesn't mean you agree with it. Being fake means that it's not true. And he will just disagree with whatever. Whatever, right. So he uses that carte blanche because there is actual thing that is 
propagated by bots, propagated by the Russians, by the Chinese, by people that do want to do harm to us that are causing fake news. But when he is outright saying things that are not true and then all of a sudden says, that's just fake news, that doesn't stand true to, you know, to the fake news, um, whatever it would be. You know what I mean? To me. Yeah, well, and I think the the irony is that people just agree with him no matter what. If, you know, he says something on Fox News, everybody is like, yeah, he's right. And then if Fox News is like, hey, uh, he shouldn't be saying this about this thing, he's like, Fox News is fake news. And it's just like, you, you just disagree. It's not that it's fake. You just disagree with it. And then people who are watching Fox News have this like cognitive dissonance where they're just like, should I should I disagree with Fox or should I disagree with Trump? And then you know Trump is ultimately the president, so they're just like, all right, Fox News is fake. And then you know the next day they're like, I've never now should I understand if they're real or fake? I've never seen anything like it, and it brings us back to what we earlier talked about. When you were like, I'm 26, I don't know what to do. I'm 50, I don't know what to do because I've never seen anything like this when it comes to so many things of the things we have just talked about on this whole show. And it it was, this was kind of refreshing to me, Troy, because I have done 400 episodes and I have yet to really let myself be unfiltered to allow myself to really just kind of talk because of fear of stepping on somebody's toes the wrong way. And I don't think we did that. I think that we had a really good, open, honest, good conversation today. And it was refreshing to me. I completely agree. I, this has probably been the longest conversation I've had where I haven't said anything that I I'm afraid that I'm being yelled at for right i feel the same i feel like we've been there's nothing we've said that i think that would offend anybody because it's been really really pretty good now to jump totally off topics because we're going to play mental gymnastics because we're not done but uh what superpower would you want if you could have one oh well uh i've told myself this since i was a kid but i'd be flying me too me too brother me too Okay, so hands down, hands down, flying. Yeah, would you rather be itchy or sticky for the rest of your life? Oh, I remember this question, and (laughs) there's no good answer here. No, it's sticky. It's the obvious answer. Sticky. Yeah, yeah. It's got to choose the better two evils. If you were itchy the whole time, then you'd just be scratching yourself. You'd be tore up. Yeah, you'd be tore up. Yeah, but if you're sticky, you could, like, collect, like, you could be like, oh, look, a, you know, staple, mm-hmm. I need this. Or, like, just, you know, you could just gather things. Yeah. It might not be comfortable, but neither is being scratchy, so, you know, at least you're getting something out of it. I asked my buddy Radio Mylar those questions, and I'm, I'm, I appreciate that you were able to answer those. <laughs> with, with I got, um, before we end, I do would like to um, blast off just to kind of, uh, like, a, a yay or nay, okay? Okay. All right. Night or day? Ooh, uh, night. 
burgers or tacos? Uh, tacos. Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi. Batman or Superman? Batman. Call or text? Text. Coffee or tea? Uh, Can I say neither? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Neither. All right. Beatles or Elvis? Who was the first one? The Beatles or Elvis? Oh, oh, uh, oh I'm going to go with Elvis on that one. Good choice. Uh, rare or well done? Medium? You can say medium. <laughs> Beach or the woods? Uh, uh, probably the beach because I'm used to the woods. And then hot or cold? Yeah, I'd I'd rather be cold because I can always put more layers on when I'm hot, you know. That's exactly it. Is when you're hot, you have a limit. When yeah. you're cold, you don't have a limit. I see I live in upstate New York, you live in Colorado, so you know we both know what yeah. it's like to live in frigid. And then the last one's not really a yay or nay, but it's more like a pineapple on pizza. Oh God, no. The pineapple does not need to be near pizza at all there's nothing like pineapple on pizza how about how about if it's a hawaiian pizza though no no (laughs) a hawaiian pizza is like ham on pizza that is what i will accept okay Okay, we'll we'll let you we'll let you slide on whatever that is of absolutely no pineapple on pizza for troy that is a uh, sin. Pineapple does not exist on pizza. <laughs> That's a sin. Not a I think it, to me personally, is delicious if done right. If it's just a big uh, chunk out of a can, and if the pizza is not cooked properly, then absolutely not. But if it's done right, then yes. But All right, sure. Well... You know, you live in a fantasy world. <laughs> I do. I, you know, that's true. I do. And I live on a planet, and I'm glad that you live on it with me, Trey. Yeah. No, I. this was a great time. It was a blast, and I appreciate your time. And uh, as I always say to my listeners, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today the best you can. And I will talk to you again real soon. Thanks again, Troy. Hey, do you want to let anybody know... Do you, do you do the whole social media things? Do you want to let anybody know where they can find you before we say goodbye? Ooh, uh, That's up I to do you. I do social media. Um, I have a Twitter at Captain America. Um, it's C-A-P-T for... You know what? It's too complicated. You okay. Know no, I I can't do it. Okay. Sorry, you could you could if you decide you want to, you can give it to me, and then I can put it in the show notes, and when it's published, and then that way you can decide, and that way I'm not putting you on the spot. That way, if you want people to find you, they were they can find where Troy is. It's Cap Four in Four in Four America, Cap. something like that. So, <laughs> Something yeah, like I that. know it's complicated. I, I haven't. Isn't it? Isn't everything these, complicated? You know, that's my problem. <laughs> it is though. I mean, it is mine too because everything is complicated right now. 
it will be better. I, I see brighter days for us though, Troy. And, uh, I appreciate your time. Yeah, no, I'm glad to be here. Groovy, man. I'll talk to you real soon. Peace. All right. Sounds good. Later.